0: The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and given the fear we all had at 5pm last Saturday, the past week's been a marked improvement. A data percentile win. I don't even know that word either. It was not on Saturday, but seven points out of nine, it's not a bad eight days for fantastic Mr. Fox. Join the conversation on our socials for a Dode Fox podcast on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
1: Coming up on this week's episode, Doom Signs, Hibbs and Ross County Review, The Good, Bad and the Ugly, Killian St. Merman preview, VAR, The Loan Report, The Academy Lads, The Women's Team, DUSF, Community Trust, Who Am I and On This Day with the Arab Archive. It's all coming up on episode 164 of the Doad Fox Podcast. Hi, I'm Billy Thompson and you're listening to the Doad Fox Podcast. So, welcome back to the
0: award-winning Doad Fox Podcast with the Open and Out Paul McNichol and the Lucky Pants Wearing Ronnie Costello.
1: What a week, Paul! What an eight days? Well, it's been, it's been a bonus, shall we say? <laughs> it really has. Uh, yeah, a week's a long time in football, and it's been a good one for us. Of uh, a bit tangerine persuasion, data percentile win. What? what a lot of Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? As Lee that, Johnson, that, have that, uh, I mean, do you have his quote there? Do you have I mean, what he said? That's pretty much what he said. It was someone along. He come away with some utter guff when United beat them. Wait a minute, I've got it on. My to phone to
0: even add to that, old everyone's favourite racist, Monty Mackay said uh, came away with yesterday that he thought they deserved mere chances. Now you're deserving of chances. Another
1: tat yeah. Another complete tat Yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> They're just trying to dress, dress up things oh. that are there and make it sound better, I suppose. Uh. But as but back on Ali Johnson, he said he, I can't be too displeased with the performance. On the data percentile wise, it was a win, although it wasn't. If you play that game one hundred times, <laughs> we win sixty-five, draw fifteen, and lose the rest. Well, it's just fortunate for us that they lost that one in particular, the actual game that was played. Uh, but these things are just utter nonsense, Rondon. Uh. Like you win or you lose. When you win, you lose or you drop. And uh, he lost. It's, it's, it's black and white. It really is. There's no data percentile nonsense that goes in there. It. It's a bit like the XG push that I'm no a big fan of. It's just... Well somebody's just marking stuff up just to kind of confuse matters and overcomplicate football. Like you play you play a game, Lee, you lost. You move on. I tell you the
0: best comments are coming at the back of it, right? So that got said, and someone said to me, Even Tam Coates wouldn't have come out with that push. Really? He wouldn't have. <laughs> I
1: don't think he would would have come out with some sort of passion, but he wouldn't have come out with that passion. Oh, brilliant. It was just nonsense, just absolute nonsense. But I'm sure that he, he knows exactly what he was on about. And as for Malky yesterday saying, we deserved mere chances. Well, no, you've got to create chances, Malky. You don't don't deserve stuff like that. You've got to make that shit happen. Honestly.
0: So I mentioned at the start, a massive eight days. The difference in feeling at Mm. five o'clock, last Saturday when the team sheet come out to full time yesterday as we record this huge difference. Listen, we'll get to the Ross County game and people obviously thinking, you know, "Oh, we should be beating that shite and all, all this stuff. I'll get to that. But th- in a whole, it's in eight days. And I think Liam Fox said, it. I think a lot of us have said it. Somebody said to me yesterday, I was defeatist because I said that's right? By the way, I said, Seven point two nine. You offered me that last
1: Saturday at five o'clock, and I took that. I took that. I think the majority would have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, but, but, but you get, but you get greedy, Rondo, because you oh, had six out of oh. six, and then I was, was one the nine. Counting. I was craving the night I was needing Abdi. the nine. Abdi was. Abdi was. But as was you say, for like, the if, nine. if you're a wind <laughs> settled if you're a wind, the clock back to the. Before kick off against Aberdeen, if somebody says you'll get seven points out of nine, then boys are snapping hands off. Remember, folks, we only had two points before that game, uh, so to get seven in the next three, it's uh, we've done. We've done all right. Yeah, definitely right. We we need to mention the Hebs game obviously because
0: we previewed it last week. Um, one of us decided to go; well, the other one didn't bother. But um, on their doorstep, unbelievable. Um, so you were
1: watching fair far and mm-hmm. uh, were, were you back to in frustrating mode watching it on the telly I hate watching uh, honestly I'm a nightmare I watch the game we on the telly I hate it absolutely hate it and you know what it's it's probably worse that it's at home like it's at Tannadice and I'm thinking my house is like within a mile of that ground and I'm stuck I'm stuck here albeit in a lovely place back
0: miles a away now, eh? you said to me I can't believe I was a waffle for that whole week absolute shite time should have been
1: no, a paradise. I mean, That's what you just said never, to me. I absolutely, never said that at all. Uh, the no, only bonus was I d- got to sit with my top half the hill time. <laughs> any time I miss a United game, it's a siren. Mm. But uh, I did manage to watch it, Uh which yeah, I mean, I was hoping to be there in person to boo Porteous anytime he <sighs> <that you> threw <laughs> himself we'll to we'll the get ground. To him. But uh it was, it was. It was no an easy watch, shall we say, but I, then I the think the, before, enough, I've think on i been watching on TV and it's still no an easy watch. No, it's, it never is. Um, unchanged
0: going into Tuesday, as expected, yeah. again, given any mm-hmm. injuries, I think would have been the only thing for it. And, you know, it was one of them that if you got a positive result going into the game, we could get off the bottom of the league. Like, that was the big, that was the carrot dangling there. It was like, we could get off the bottom of the league here, you know, if we get yeah. the right result and whatever. And... <laughs> It's always going to be tough, but I thought we started the game really well, you know. And uh, we, we had a chat. I can't mind what comes first—the goal or the Glen Middleton chance. I just off the top of my head. I can't mind what comes first, right? But that was a massive, massive chance, and then yeah. the goal happened, or vice versa. You can work with us on this. Mm-hmm. But the goal is a wee thing of beauty.
1: That is as great move, uh, great was it a one-two? One-two, yeah. It's a one-two. It's a great pass for Lever, and then the footwork for Aziz, splendid. <laughs> and then he just hammers it into it's, the ball. It's the like he learned that feel like
0: Colin Samuel and Jason Scotland on the 50s dance slip oh, back I, in
1: the day. That's I mean, what it was like. I didn't think it was anything like Nas that, land. but because uh, he didn't trip over himself and hated a post. <laughs> no, it was a great finish, though. Great finish. And back Porto some, trying to get near it. No getting near it. Oh, stinging. Stinging. He said he's won good game this season. Thankfully for the country. <laughs> uh but That was that, a great start. Great start. Great start. Great start. It gives you something to build on. It gives you something to hold on to as well. Uh which is almost the way it panned out, you know. Uh what else happened in that first half? They scored. Well <laughs> and at the time I was completely baffled as to what had happened there I didn't know if it was offside I didn't care if it was definitely foul on three. yeah well now that I've seen it about 17 different times I think the guy initially shoves Freeman and then he does an overhead or a scissor kick or something yeah. but uh, yeah at first I was I was kind of baffled should we know I've had a penalty in the first half as well yeah I well, just, middle the
0: middle and chance middle did happen before the uh, the goal there I've just managed to find it in the pl- sort of play by play oh that's a brick or apparently. how he yes, can get a yeah. goal kick for that Ed, what couldn't yeah. I believe it um, no, 100% no, if I anything the, the boy would have had to win the ball but yeah it was um, yeah it was really frustrating Wolves had the long ball through for them which I thought Ryan Edwards was getting the boy a chance um, the boy well, actually was. He was given boy a chance because he misjudged it. He's not good either, A boy Kurachevich. He's hopeless. Um, but they were that as well. Um, uh, and then there was the there was a great stop for Ericsson before half time. Um, mm-hmm. but like point blank range, and you were thinking, this is maybe like, then I hope he's no years that he saves up because he was busy. And he wasn't busy yeah. on the Saturday, uh, and then you had the um, Glenn Middleton put one over the bar just before mm-hmm. half time, um, and then they had the chance. I think when when has a really good save, it, the boy crosses it in low, and he yeah. gets doing his ball, and you're just mm-hmm. thinking, "Please, and we've seen this movie. Please, and I pop this on the boy's head. Good yeah. hand on it, and uh, it was just a weird because." Even, even, even under the cosh as such, although I was not overly worried, you just had that feeling given what you'd seen the uh, the the game before against Aberdeen. You were just thinking, "No, we've been we've been solid." I mean, the game mm-hmm. was non-stop; it was end to end at times. But yeah. I just thought we do look pretty solid. Like we're looking okay here. We've given there's some chances, but we created chances as well. Mm-hmm. And then when there was, I can't imagine what was given. But Ericsson had a brilliant save that didn't account in the end because it was a foul or offside or something. And yeah. I just thought the more and more he was doing that, the more I thought confident. Yeah, yeah. no, he he
1: was good. Like there's there's no na- it's 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 a strange one, Rondo, because he still doesn't fill me with, with loads of confidence for whatever reason. But he's he's making saves that you're expecting him to make. You know, he's no there's no been any howlers. Mm. That's, uh, which is a bonus at this stage. Uh, but he, he's done well I mean he, he had a great save as well when Sybil near sell the jerseys with a short pass back you're like what the fuck's going on but again he, he's he's rushed off his line well he's, he's probably never on his line let's no. be honest oh, but no, he's he rushed not. it as far as he could uh, and he and he stopped it from going in so uh, he, he's been he's been in decent form like he's definitely grown in confidence although he's still I could, they were growing in a wee bit mere confidence in him, but he's, uh, he's improving every week. So the next incident I want to mention was you'd have seen it much better because you're watching on the telly. Mm-hmm.
0: What happened when Big Porto went doing
1: his face? Yeah. Well, I think Edwards catches him in the throat. Whether or not he means it, I don't know. But the thing the thing we you us, now you, you can, we can debate whether he's a good player, whether he's a shite house, or whatever, but he doesn't help himself. Like he, it's the boy that cried wolf because he goes down all the time so easily for such a big strapping of as well. Center yeah, half. Exactly. He goes down so easily that there's going to be occasions when he actually gets fouled and the ref's just going to shake their head and think, no, you're, you're trying to con us here. But for what it was worth, I, I thought Edwards did catch him. Uh, he was probably if he did swing an elbow which I don't think he has swung the elbow I, I did not see it too often in replays uh, it's probably it's more, more than likely because Porteous has been like touched tight on he's probably trying to get himself free and as I say like, Porteous he's went doing like Lee Harvey Oswald was in that top tier of the George Fox with a rifle like it wasn't as bad as what he made it look like but yeah I, I definitely think there was contact
0: you arsehole. He needs more protection, or his manager he needs more protection.
1: That, that was another thing. Like a you centre half needs more protection. He just needs to stop throwing himself at the deck and concentrate on defending. I certainly know yesterday's referee is
0: going to get mentioned today, right? I know it's going to come, right? Mm-hmm. But there was also right before half time, uh, Cabrera and Freeman. How do we square up? Cabrera pushes Freeman to the deck yeah. and the Beth managed to get a yellow
1: card. Yeah, and, I, and I, I remember that one clearly as well because you see the replay from behind the goal and is nose-to-nose almost with Freeman and Freeman just turns away, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's very difficult to say it if he if he's actually saying anything. It just buzz at him. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Possibly just made sheep noises. And That's what you should start then. Can uh 'cause that would just rile the boys, yeah. would it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh but for my money, Freeman didn't do anything. like he, unless unless he's said something, then he's he's not actually done anything. So for him to get the same punishment as uh as the boy that's shoved him at the deck and then got right in his face is just ridiculous. But that's that's Scottish football refs for you, is it? Yeah, it was, it was uh, first half, like you said,
0: it was end to end, BH's goal, um and it could have been about 3 all. Okay, <laughs> tell it could have been mm, yeah. um, I think Marn Boyle had a chance the boy could have achieved he's hopeless but Middleton had a chance to make it 2-0 it could have been 3-0 with the two chances he had um, and, and again even on that first half I think that was a nurse another centre half pairing. be a big Porto or Hanlon were hitting, going to have nightmares about Tony Watt just like the boy yeah. Stewart on the Saturday what oh, I mean Holy shit. He just caught, yeah. he, he's just a pain in the arse.
1: And that's a compliment.
0: He's a pain in the arse
1: for yeah. them. Yeah, no, he's 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 right back in for him. Uh and maybe a wee role change for him as well, rather than hugging the left flank at the time mm-hmm. when you're kinda uh, you're not getting the best out of him at all. Putting him a wee bit of central, And I get there's still criticism that he doesn't he doesn't chase lost causes and he doesn't spend uh, his energy at the time, but then when he does, like he's he's putting it to good use, and he's and like the main thing, he's getting on the end of chances now. So it's uh yeah, the the change for Tony Watts definitely worked. definitely improved him, and it's definitely improved us.
0: Mm-hmm. And there's, I say, there's so many, so many chances in the game in the second half. Just could sort of continued the way it was. We had the uh, a wee bit of an ole for Dylan Lever at one point, him and Jamie McGraw. were oh,
1: having yeah. a bit of fun doing, doing on the left hand side. <laughs> Sensational, <laughs> unbelievable when he done that. Couldn't believe it.
0: Yeah, and um I mean, Craig Simmel picked up a very deserved yellow card.
1: He, did, <laughs> he yeah, absolutely but, sizzled the boy. But that's a, that was a good yellow card to take. <laughs> that was, yeah, it was. Yeah, some some of them are, some of them are. But then see, what, see when you think about it, like he gets a yellow for that, and there's absolutely no, no doubt in anybody's mind that he deserved that. Uh-huh. But that's the same punishment that Freeman got for then. Literally nothing for getting shoved, and he gets the same punishment for a deserved yellow, a professional foul, if you will. Uh, and obviously, as the game was going on, they were just going to start launching
0: things yeah. and, into the box. And I think Ryan Edwards think, would have hitted his granny if you tell him because th- he just that, he, he
1: loves that sort of he loves that sort of
0: ball. He yeah. loves it. Food and drink to him, absolutely. And we again, it was just one of them that. Although I was getting slightly nervy because it was like, How how much luck can we hear today? How many chances yeah. can they miss? Uh, mm-hmm. and then there was an absolute brilliant save for Eriksson over the bar for umkurchevich volley. A brilliant yeah. save. Ten minutes still to go and I'm thinking, time's running out of here, but we we need to cling on as much as we can. But mm-hmm. you know, we just we just sort of held on to him. We chased we every end. Like they went for loads of subs and then can we just talk about Carl johan Ericsson milking every second that he could when he had the bar and then Tony Watt and Aziz BH thinking, now's your time lads now's the time it's, it's time for us to shine it was incredible at times the bit with Tony Watt and th- this is another, again we'll mention this prick again but this is another reason it's doing the side and Tony Watt, basically, he does a bit of skill and just doesn't give him the ball back. And Porteous is oh, a lot to the referee about it. And then Tony's just whipping up the Hibs fans as he goes. <laughs> oh, superb. I, I, again, I think I, loads of people have said it. It's about time we were shy houses. It was yeah, about time yeah. we fucking spent every second that you could get away with you getting <laughs> booked for a keeper. Because I even I said it at the time. It was 80-odd minutes on the clock, and I said, keeper can get booked out once now. Because this is what they day. The wait. If they booked them in the first half, that doesn't happen. But they just didn't yeah. do it. And then just watching, as it, it went to, there was like, what, six minutes? Four minutes in the first half. There was six minutes in the second half. And I was like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> this This is, we've seen this hour before, but well, no, so when the all went. And then you realised we were off the bottom of the table. It was a great goal. It could have been four all, five all, six all. You know, I Like Evian. Like how we never got a penalty is still beyond me. Mm. But it's just, I mean, on. Did she be it squaring up to the boy Newell or or vice versa? No, I, I, time? I, th- I
1: think I think they shook hands and I think Newell maybe squeezed a bit too hard or he wanted to say and something. He was he wasn't okay. having it at all, was he? He Was like, is that right, mate? <laughs> I'll give you we Give me I'll have you and the two thousand Hibs fans here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ah yes. Them all. <laughs> um,
0: but I, I, I just a, an incredible win, and, and probably again, like when they send, we, we've mentioned those times when the St Johnston fixture come round, we thought oh, St Johnston, Aberdeen, hubs at him, well oh, that's tough. We need to win this, and then we got to beat. You're thinking, well, what's the next? What's the next point? I Me, mean, you'd, I mean, yeah. you'd, you, you, we were doing,
1: you are doing. We, I, I, I heard we're playing Albion Rovers in three years.
0: And
1: uh, do you want? We didn't mention the club last week, did we? No, somebody sent with a clip of me and and, and agree. but of me bitching about well, we are never scoring four goals in a game, are we? I mean, if anybody scores four goals in a United camp, well, it'll be us. It'll be the opposition. And you, you give it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yep, that's right. That, that was just so weird. Somebody, somebody cropped that wee audio clip <laughs> and sent it to us <laughs> after we gave everybody four. Uh, so that that provided uh, quite a laugh at my house. Certainly. Yeah, um, was, uh, but the thing is, Rondo. Uh, when I said that, and when you agreed with it, it genuinely, like, we weren't trying to be doom and gloom like we were we Like, that was genuinely the way that, that we felt because what we were seeing on the park was guff. Like, we have... The, the performance against Hibs was everything that performances before that have not been. You know, they dug in, they fought for everything, they battled, they put their neck on the line that... They made sure, they, like, they would have took offense if they had a conceded a goal, you know, but it was, in games previous to that, it was all too easy for the opposition. Like, we couldn't have made it much more difficult for Hibs and we had a goalie and good form as well. Uh, so, you could, that that idiot that wears Arthur Daly jackets at the side of the park, he can say it might have been a percentile when I once, but it wasn't. Like, it was a defeat for him. Like, we got three points, we kept a clean sheet, and the last time I checked, if you can't score a goal, you've done win again. So he can talk all the nonsense he wants. We thoroughly merited our three points. and Did we ride a wee bit of luck? Of course we did. Mm. But that's kind of the best teams in the world to ride the luck sometimes. Yeah. But uh, no, I felt like the players gave everything for that. Like There's no criticisms that I, could, that I can levy at any of them. They are dug in and they got a massive three points for us. Um, good, the bad and the ugly will
0: be a week thing so it'll be over the week so we'll not do that just now man of the match for Tuesday night
1: uh, I'd probably get a beach I think he was good just at Ryland fans and scoring goals and just his general all round play I think he, he's come on leaps and bounds when he first came because there was a lot of guys doubting him and I'm not going to say I was doubting him but I I didn't really see what he was bringing to the team. I was I was more focusing on what he was no good at when he first came into the team because I, I still don't think he's the world's best defender. But we seem to have sort of sorted that issue by changing things up a wee bit and uh, allowing him a wee bit more freedom to go forward. Uh, and he, and he's he's a workhorse as well. You know, he, he knocks his panning for the cause. Uh, so he, he's, he's definitely in for him and uh, I felt that he was he was the best player on the park for us on uh, Tuesday I'm assuming since you weren't here there must have been a fair bit of scran getting dished up in the gaff uh, I honestly can't remember I, I, I can't remember Ronda. I'm going to hit a pass on that Just then, she sure. had shed a beer do to <laughs> calm down eh? uh, I can, uh. a couple of oranges. <laughs> no it was uh, two burgs. Oh. <laughs> Keep it classy, <laughs> Mcnickle, eh? keep a They were classy. the cheapest that I could find in the Premier store.
0: <laughs> keep the photos of your dessert to yourself again. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see what she was wearing. Um, so Ross County, up the A9 yesterday. Um, yeah. Before we get into it, we need to cover reasons to not be at Ross County away. So yeah, I'll start you. with think a man of the match for this, and I, I think it's going to be Duncan Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start you. I'll, so I'll start you off. So our mate Dave uh wasn't there, so he obviously took him um, took himself to the mecca of hobby craft because he did. Yeah. Why would you know? So um this is one I'd I'd marked and that uh, I would probably go to this year. But I had tickets to go see Milton Jones last night. So I was mm-hmm. never going to get up and back for that. So I was at that last night at uh, the Wild fear. Affy ah, funny. Uh, old Gammon Gold Posts on here uh, spied well, me yeah. there and sent me yes. a, a tweet
1: saying uh, so that. So I was at that last night. Um, you weren't there either. No, I, I'm skint just now. It's a bit of a nightmare. Car, car getting serviced, car getting insurance. It's just a nightmare. And see, when you had a deer during the year. Uh, your insurance goes up quite a bit so uh, it's a it's a serene but I've, I've missed the last couple of games uh, one because I was on holiday Ross County because of have and I'll miss Kelly as well because it's on uh, the And <laughs> it's on the telly so I don't I feel too bad but yeah. uh, it's, I, I, don't know, I don't enjoy no going to the games Rondo is that you basically no. saying P on the ABMR t-shirts that what you're saying because I mean who, the, who's just doing here on the ferry mm.
0: I mean, they're, they're, they're expensive the heat and the rolls. I mean, the, that eats petrol.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to. I don't care about you and your your luxury mansion doing on Broy Ferry Road there, uh, but no. Who's the winner? Who's the winner <laughs> of the worst excuse for <laughs> no making the trip to Dingwall?
0: <laughs> the winner goes with saying, uh, as awarded to Duncan Boyd for how well, he was well. the outlaws county away. He missing county away, and it's an excuse that rivals hobby craft. I'll stop you right there, right? That is the place you need to be going if you're not the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's absolutely. He was enough. going to Edinburgh with his good lady. No, for a dirty weekend. No, for a few jars. No, for absolute No, to do something more exciting. Oh no. Duncan and his good lady were going and I shit you all not to a cat cafe. Yeah. Class. And if have, he'd, you uh, been in a, have you ever been in one Rondo? Listen, I've walked past in the green market if he just kept going 100 <laughs> yards he'd have got a different kind of pussy. <laughs> but he wanted uh, to go and eat his cornflakes <laughs> with a cat beside him that's not his. I mean,
1: Amazing. what's that Amazing. it? I'll be honest it's a shitey wee story but I'll tell it anyway I was not aware of these establishments until a few years back and I was in Glasgow with my old man I was at a gig I can't even mind what gig it was but after it we thought right we'll go and we'll see if we are get our drink and I hadn't seemed to be shot and uh, this cafe place looks like it was open so we ducked in and the woman was like yeah you can come in uh, the table for two we were like "Uh." and then you've seen loads of these cats in the background and she was like this is a you're aware this is a cat cafe I was like what's a cat cafe so uh quickly turned the boot on our heels once we found out and we ended up uh, in the Clutha that night of all places uh, but yes I was not aware that there was cat cafes but apparently there's one in Glasgow Edinburgh is there one in Aberdeen I believe but Dundee doesn't any. so dunk get it opened there's money to be made clearly because the place was mobbed <laughs> <laughs> the place was overrun by pussy. It was unbelievable.
0: I think what you're trying to say there is you and your old man went into a brothel. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. That like, that no, a kid? absolutely not. Anyway. That's no me Rondo. Ross County away. What up the A9? Yes. Uh, you look at the league table thinking, Right hey, lads, we're doing alright here. We are on points with uh, Ross County and Comanac. Uh, a win. Could take you up above Johnson, depends what happens. Quite exciting times, given that, as we've already explained, a week ago at 5 o'clock, we're shiting ourselves. Boys mm-hmm. are like, what's this line up? Tom Tam Lefty's Tombola, and other phrases. <laughs> I, I think I think one thing, although a record is very good against Ross County, it's always tough up there. It's never been easy. I mean, I do being there when we got absolutely pumped when we were in the championship. Mm-hmm. And it was a fair 2 or something. In the cup, that was sixth. pure. Sixth. Oh, I didn't see the sixth. So, um, and I'm trying to think if I've seen us win up there. I don't think I've. But it's, it's, and again, it's a really nice driving out there, but it's, it's it's miles away. So, <laughs> for boys, and I'll put this through as a, a, an appeal, and the man who is in question knows I'm talking about him. I hope you're looking forward to decorating your living room. I'll just leave it there. So, okay. uh, Ross Kelly, let's just say he's in the doghouse and uh, he's a good lady, he had to sleep on the couch last night because he was pushed, anyway. Oh my goodness, so okay. So, you could probably put two and two together, who it was. Unchanged <laughs> for the third game uh, in eight days. Again, snow broke, he didn't need to change anything, everything's good. Right. There was the bonus on the bench, though, of mm-hmm. a little bit more experience in there. Uh, Steve Fletcher was on there, Big Sexy was on there, and Arno Zoom, who had signed on a two-year deal, Tanned the number 10 shirt and went, I'll say here. Uh so he was on the bench. Uh, and I think Unchanged was probably right to go. I think every player had uh played the, and, I, and I'd been part of this that was going really well, and I don't think you need to change it. First half a little bit meh. It was a wee bit It was, it was a wee it was bit cruel. meh. It wasn't great. It was wasn't it, I was, I it was like watching a team that I put everything into a ninety mats.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I never really felt like worried during no. that first half, though. But I just, I, d- I didn't. Uh, as you say, it was a bit of a shitty game, all in like for, for both teams the first forty-five minutes. But uh, uh, obviously, we th- there's there's a penalty shout which I've seen back, and I'm. I don't know can, I don't know can if it would be a given uh, a week for now when VAR's actually, and I'm not sure that's the end our I think B.H. crosses it, it tugs the deflection off a county defender, hits his teammate's hand and then, if anything, it felt perfectly for Middleton. Like, if it hadn't hit the boy's hand, it wouldn't have felt mm. so well for Middleton. Yeah. Uh, and no much came at that chance. Uh, and then we, we we sell the jerseys at the other end. You know, a poor pass for Liam Smith into where he's got 12 men on him, he loses it. And then he tries to get back and... I At first, I thought he was fouled, but he's got to be stronger. Uh, I mean, no, he's got to do kick the bow and just deal with it, but we will just try to be too clever. And the boy, there's no danger <laughs> that he's meant to put it where he's put it. Because uh, even if it's just slightly lower than that, like we've got somebody on the line, I think it might even be Beach, but it ju- he's just too weak; He just kind of get there. It went right in the top corner. Uh, so fair play to the boy, good finish, but an entirely avoidable goal. To your point of view, and it was a wee bit of oh, uh, a seekner just because I never felt like, but in fact, at the end of the game, that was their only shot on target, mm-hmm. so I never felt under any great pressure really. Uh, for Ross County, or and even though they probably deserved some of uh, their chances, apparently, but yeah. I, no. I felt like we were managing it, may bother.
0: Yeah, I thought we were really flat the first half,
1: you know, yes, off yeah. the
0: levels, but I think when you look at the demands on the last two games, when they've given their all in two games like they generally mm-hmm. every single player has so I, I was a, I would give him a wee bit of right lads okay but when the goal goes in it's like right fucking fingers out here we need to do something Um, and then you
1: made two changes at half time yeah you know that well, I kind of thought one of the, one of them I understood like I I, I thought Sybil was maybe going to come off uh maybe because I was still spitting teeth about the fact that he had a hand to play in, uh, in Ross County's goal. Mm. But I was really surprised that McGrath got took off uh, because he's he's a very classy player. I, I, <clears throat> I don't care if he was our best player in the first half, but he's, he was miles away from being poor. Uh, so I, I can only assume, like, I don't care what's been said after the game on no Rondo, but I don't care if he was maybe nursing a knock if he's picked up an injury or something. But if it was like a tactical thing, then I'm very surprised that that he was withdrawn.
0: Well, again, going on, Jamie McGrath, I thought obviously we we watched well, lyrical about him last Sunday because he was brilliant against Aberdeen. I, I, yeah. I thought he was, I thought he was okay on Tuesday. I don't think he was brilliant on Tuesday, but he he done his yeah. job, you yeah. know. Yeah. And again, yesterday. I never I never got to half time going, he's done really well today. But also wasn't I going, he's been shot today. It was just that No, nothing like it. You know, it. so it could have been I mean, at the end of the day, based on the first half. Apart from probably the defence and the keeper, you could have took him the half because it was just a no a, it wasn't a brilliant first half Yeah, I, yeah, we
1: I was it was still flat. I still found it strange that he was withdrawn. Sybil maybe know so much, especially when it when it was Doom that came came on and a like the little that I know of him, I think he's possibly like a like for like in that position. Uh, and Young right. Arch, I've seen. He looked at. He didn't really get get too involved in the game, but like I, I could absolutely cut him some slack because he's not played for months. Mm. He's, he's he's probably weeks away for being anything like fully fit. Uh, but he's he's a good player. Like he's got good pedigrees. He, I think he'll do all right for us. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing Young Arch when he came on. Uh, and I've seen that he's. I've seen online the day that he's had a wee bit of stick, and so boys, maybe expecting Murphy. I'm hoping for a wee bit of Murphy. But like and Young Archer's defence, he's not really getting much. of... he's not getting many chances. You know, it's very hard to, to just come on twenty minutes here and there and play out your skin, and and it's it's very very difficult. It doesn't tend to happen to any team in the world. So, uh, I, st- I still believe that he's got something. Uh, that, that we can Same. absolutely utilize in the fullness of time. But but yesterday, and again in fairness, I thought it was one of his quieter games. I didn't I really think that he I don't know he, the position suited uh, him. You know. Nah, he, he just never seemed to get into it the way he just never seemed to get into the game. Whereas on the opposite side I thought Glen Middleton was really good. I thought he was excellent yesterday, yeah. Yeah. He was causing um, my 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 one criticism yesterday would be we never got the ball to him enough. Yeah. Because when he got when we got the ball on, and he was running at the boy, like whether it was, and it was, he doesn't even look like he's got like a trick in him. He's just pace and power, but it was causing them all manner of bother. Like they they just couldn't cope with him, and obviously he's he's had sort a of chance in the first half. A great for McGrath, uh, and he set the goal up second half as well, and he's also set another in up for Tony Watt when he's. He's, uh, he's just at it in the second half. So yeah, I thought Middleton was, was really good yesterday, uh, but he always seems to be the easy sub. He always seems to be the one that that comes off uh, for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he'd done. Yeah. I thought that as well,
0: but and he, he, the big thing, he got us up the park. And a lot of the times yeah. it was a chance. I think it was in the first half I think it was that's the Jimmy McGrath. Uh, got the mm-hmm. ball to him and he just ran like forty yeah. But again, just get up the park, get it yeah. away, you fa- he, he, he got a shot off and we got a corner.
1: He did that. That was for their that was their corner.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I thought he I thought he played really well yesterday. Um and again, he's been it's been a wee bit in and out as well, the team. Mm-hmm. So it was good to see that. But again, I think we all know that the I mean the first half was the was the first half. <laughs> But second, second half, again, I never felt really worried. There was the odd occasion that a, a free hitter, and for
1: some reason, the boy put it in here for a throw in on the CGA yeah, line. But, but again, I didn't have the target, you no. know? It's. No. Man, and then obviously. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what the daft manager is saying. Like, we deserve. But maybe like could. I'm not saying I I'd certainly didn't agree with him, but that's obviously what he's thinking. Like, we had the bar, we put it in a good area. And ultimately, we done nothing with it. Maybe that's what he's saying. We should have had more chances, but but you didn't. So, yeah. get on with it. And on the hour mark,
0: it was Glenn Middleton was the creator. And, hey, three and three Yeah, this Well, week.
1: three and
0: four. Three and four. Nah, three and four. four. No. No, three and four. Tony what, man? Uh, like, yeah.
1: unbelievable. Yeah. What a, what a couple it. of weeks. Yeah, I think it's just the, it's the change of position for him. You know, as I said earlier, we've took him off the left and we've put him there centrally and he's, he's joining on the spot, is he? He's like, he's the goals that he's scoring, they're no absolute rakers. He's he's never going to hear the back catalogue of highlights that Dylan Levitt's goals offer up. But he's, he's going to hear a lot of these goals if he gets himself into that area because boys will just drill the band out there. Put it in the best possible place for him to get on the end of it. And he's, Kenny, he's he's Danny's job, which is all that we've all that we've wanted him to do. We, when you sign the top scorer in the country, you want him to keep scoring goals, which he didn't do in, until the last few weeks. But uh, yeah, hopefully he's back. He's back in form for the foreseeable. And when a ball breaks
0: to a player thirty yards for a goal, mm-hmm. you're United shirt on, who's that man you want that to fall to? You want that to be
1: Mister Levitt. <laughs> The Welsh Prince. My word. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It, it was like when I was, when I was watching it, I was thinking, I was actually saying uh, to my old man and show, I was like, can you mind? Sean Dillon scored an absolute peach up in Dingwall and then Levy. Against stop the man. Now. I was like, stop now, Sean, we love you.
0: He's just compared I'm, you to Dillon Lever. I'm, I'm I'm, out. I'm you, it.
1: Here he's better. He's better. Cause I'm, he scored. I'm out. Oh my God he took a shot for around about the same place and I'll find it and send it to you he took a shot for about the same place that Levitt hit it and I was just describing Dylan's effort when Dylan Levitt has then raked in off the bar I mean two inches lower and that's that's goal of the season it was such a good hit such a good hit deserved to finish in the top corner (sighs) wow
0: wow that's a lot to take in there that's a lot to take in. Are
1: you, are you sullying the good name of Sean Dillon here? Cause that's my job on this podcast. Jeezy peeps. Wow. <laughs> what a hit for Levitt though. Right? It was an absolute screamer. It was. Yeah. But Keeper was absolutely
0: beat all ends listen, up. Listen, the center of them does, have a chance. Seven to win any any game and uh uh it was a peach. But I kinda really I
1: kinda let it go when you mentioned the referee. Oh no! We'll mention him. Was getting hopeless. <laughs> he really was, wasn't he? He was terrible. <laughs> you know, there was a few decisions. Obviously, there was a few, but the one, the one that sticks in my mind is in the second half. Middleton, he's going and he's going through with their defender on their goal, and he's in their box, and their defender. I don't know if he trips, if he slips, or if he throws himself to the ground. But Middleton's like a yard away from him. And because he's done that, Middleton's then got the ban. He's 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 right there in front of the keeper, and the ref pulled it back for a foul. There was no foul there, no foul whatsoever. And I thought that we should have. Had, like, there was the one on Fletcher, and I don't. I've no spoke to you about it, but the one on Fletcher in the second half, I thought that was a penalty. Like mm-hmm. the boy, the boy for Ross County's went off injured, and again, like people will probably watch that and think, "Nah, it's never a penalty." Mike Michael, what are you talking about? But for me, I thought it was because Fletcher's. Took the shot. The boy has probably honestly come out to try and block it, but he's been studs up. He's caught Fletcher on the shin, and it's in the box. The, anywhere else, that's a foul, So, to me, it should have been a penalty. Yeah. But as you say, the ref, the ref was honking like somebody wiped out middle and on uh, not even on the park. It's <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> it's just uh, yeah, yeah. He was he was really poor. Like some of the decisions he was making. Terrible, absolutely terrible. And that the chance the chance that Ross County got right at the death came for a free kick when Scott McMahon's got his toe onto the bar and put it over a corner, and the refs gave them a free kick just outside the box. Uh, so uh, here's a, here, an open question, right?
0: I'm not going to say it was a dirty game, right? But do you think there was a lot of fouls, actual foul, no just fucking offside I'm talking actual fouls that free kicks led to I'm not talking offsides or anything I'm talking fouls do
1: you think it was a lot of them I felt like, I felt that like they were very physical but I, I kind of I mean th- th- there's no there's no too many fouls that are that are in my mind for the game yesterday but they were they were as physical as they always are how uh, many yellow cares we, did he do this yell yellow mind
0: one. one Two One One to the boy Johnson
1: one. That should have been booked About 20 minutes earlier He should have been You're right He should have been booked And that should have been My old man was screaming at that Because he should have been off Should have been off For the time that he actually Picked up that book uh, Yeah I mean well, It's, it's well. no surprise In Ross County Have always been a physical team mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's kind of borderline Overstep in the market times But uh, But the thing is Rondo If they're a physical team And the ref doesn't a Clamp doing on it they will continue being that physical team. Like that's a lot of that's on the ref. Like if that's their game plan, then that's all very well. It's it's a bit like the keepers that time waste from the get go. If that's your game plan, that's fine. It's on. It's it's incumbent upon the referee to stamp that shit out. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't, they'll keep kicking boys up and doing the park. Yeah. Until I, they do get a booking. Thankfully, we're starting to show. More of what's expected for the, for the squad.
0: And let's say, yeah, should we be, be beating to uh Ross County? Yeah, we probably should, but on the whole of it for this week, an unchanged team, eight three games in eight days, seven points out of nine, given like you said, a week ago we we're on two before mm-hmm. we, when we seen the team sheet against Aberdeen. So I don't know. It's uh yeah, that was that was defeat yesterday for saying that. I was like, what? have got seven points out of nine. Yeah, but, right. you know. It's it's just the way it goes. I mean you couldn't keep the levels, but they're obviously gonna to need you to and barter on, given there's this games Tuesday and Saturday, we'll get to. I've got the Marco Mackay. Uh, I've got it here. I was reasonably pleased. I thought we were excellent first half without getting the two or three extra chances I thought we deserved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what a nonsense ah <laughs> oh, Malky Malky yeah Talk you think these boys come away with this nonsense and, and actually in their own head it makes sense oh well what listen the they damn just... courts for year, mind <laughs> but uh, Tom didn't convince himself half the time come on surely not I think he did either but um, <laughs> man of the match yesterday man of the match yesterday Middleton probably and we took him off Hold on, I mean, I've
0: just looked at our uh, our, our, our we, we're trying to keep man of the match awards this year, right? So we're trying to keep uh, track of it so we could. Has,
1: has anybody got to do yet? Yes, <laughs> to, to basically
0: see if we're able to present a man a, a, like a man of the match player of the year thing or whatever
1: at the end of the season so we are trying to keep uh, track of it but yeah we have um, we'll, we'll not get near we'll not get access to the players the team the training ground we we'll look like get back in Tannadice round but we'll keep we'll keep Tally anyway just Go, in case given we're sponsor players
0: sitting getting splinters in his arse now probably <laughs> <laughs> no chance Um. Uh, I take it given you're in the house there must have been someone dished up yesterday. Pears, are in what's
1: going what on? was uh, that? The old man come good. So he came in we uh like a chicken spicy chicken pear and steak pears for the blackness road bakery. Oh delicious, delicious. Unbelievable scene too. Uh, it really was. It really was. Uh, he hit the jackpot. Right, so we're into a week.
0: You can take in the Hibs game and the Ross County game. And the good, the bad, and the ugly this week again. Any order you like; it's up to yourself.
1: Yeah, over well, to you. The bad is a, it's a personal one. Like, I, I'm absolutely gutted that I've missed these two games. Uh, albeit I did not join myself. We were on the west coast of Scotland, but it's 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 always it's always sad when you miss the games. The good it's got to be getting seven points out of nine, uh, and the ugly it's it's got to be the comments for the the. Opposition managers the last two games When they've come away with some utter Tripe And they're trying to justify results we things that didn't make any sense to anybody So that's that's my good Bad and ugly this week on. Nice one uh, Right, Kilmarnock in the Cup
0: Tuesday Away at uh, a rugby park 7.45, it's on the telly And then St Mirren at the Smisa Stadium Next Saturday yes. at 3 o'clock Very easy preview this one 'Cause they played each other and it was nil nil yesterday.
1: Yeah. And Kilmarnock were the better team. Mm. Yeah. I I'm I'm confident. I'm confident going into uh both games. Well, yeah, but more so the Kilmarnock game. The reason I'm the reason that I've got a wee doubt about St. Mernon is because they're very good at keeping clean sheets. Yes. Like they're not so good at scoring goals, albeit they gave us three. Uh, that's not their strength though. So What's the harder that time in the season for, for them. No, no. Me and, me and you could have round up uh eleven Bodies and give uh, give them a game. But uh yeah, like, it's such a big chance uh, down at Kilmarnock. Is it Tuesday night the game? Tuesday night, and let's say the, the carat, night,
0: yeah. that's a carrot that's dangling in front of you right now in the screen. Course that else. That's that's a squ- that's a squash. no it's no. That's a Premier Cup semi-final, i.e. the League Cup that we've known won since nineteen eighty. Yeah, so that's it's, their it's,
1: Hamden's. It's within touching distance. Bahir territory. Yeah, yeah, and that's. I'm sure every fan uh, would be absolutely choking to to travel through there to see the team uh, again because it's it feels like it's been a while. I mean, we 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 did get there in uh, the, the COVID season, but nobody was able to go. So that was that was typical. But uh, I, I just think it's such a big opportunity. Uh, I hope that the players are up for it. I'm sure they will be. I'm sure they will be up for it. And uh ah, there's nothing to fear. Absolutely nothing to fear. Come on, like they're they're great shakes. They're they're oh, above us on goal difference by one goal or something in the league. Uh ah, this is the game that we should be looking to win. I'm and ser- it's finished on the night as well, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm certainly interested
0: to to see the team to see if there's changes. I think there will be changes because I yeah, think I it's, I a, it's a so. it's a fair run. With the same team and whatever, I wouldn't be surprised if Zoom started. I generally wouldn't. I I wouldn't be all on the defence. I don't think that needs all. I think the defence and keeper are important. I did a conversation on must have been Tuesday about the cup game, and they said, mm-hmm. that, "Oh, maybe the keeper will change." I think you've just got to keep with it I think you have to keep your your defence and keeper. If you need to, if there's a knock, then a risk it, but. I think he stays.
1: I think I think we might see one or two changes, eh? Well, well, who who was in the goal? Ericsson was in the goal at Livingston, wasn't he? Yeah, but I'm you know, just Albeit albeit he was injured at that. Yeah. Time. I wouldn't nah, be changing I, the I,
0: keeper for the cup, but I, I think you need to keep, especially now punch. we're building someone.
1: If if Liam Fox believes that Ericsson is his best keeper just now, to play. then it's madness to swap him. Got madness, in my opinion. So play. yeah, you you go like Ah, boys will be tired but that's that's their job you know they're football players they're highly trained athletes they're very very fit play your best team this is the quarterfinals or of a national cup great chance like we could have we could have been playing the Rangers we could have been playing Celtic we could have been we could have got Hertz or whatever else is left in the tournament we've got a chance it may be a shady journey for the fans on a Tuesday night but it's a a decent chance to get through to the semi-final of a cup so play your best team please Indeed. Um, VAR's in next weekend. It is, yeah. Can't wait for that. Eh? We'll be... I, I, and I'm going to be going to that game, uh, United St. mun but I can't wait to see how a game that doesn't actually involve Rangers still ends up with them getting a penalty due to VAR. It's, <laughs> it's inevitable. Inevitable. But it'll be... I mean, I'm I'm no. I know people have have been of the opinion. Well, if it's if it's good to go, then get it in. I personally don't think you should be bringing it in halfway through a season. I Really, don't. To me, that's madness. And others are saying, Ah, but then if it's there, he is it. But then we might odd. Like we might have got two penalties yesterday if Var was in. So what are we? We just unlucky by a week. Mm. It's, it doesn't. That side it doesn't sit very well with me. Uh, but it will be interesting to see how it happens. I noticed that the, I think it's the top man of the Scottish League I can't mind his name but he said it's going to be a disaster for about three months aye thanks uh, What? what what is he what is he telling me that For yeah. didn't bring it in for three months then yeah. fix it like make sure it's not
0: a disaster yeah. when it comes in I, I know it's been um, running in the background in, in games and stuff and I think that you know if there was a way to do it like that you know it's this weird thing that it would be good if they could run it in the background mm. while Utilize it, but you you canna. like it. kind of seems no, like no, it's, before, it's, oh. it's an all or nothing, is it? You so can't. The chat I had was that, um, what I'm led to believe, and again, I'm saying it, so take it as a dode fox fact until it's actually confirmed is that when there's a VAR, it'll obviously go on screens that every club has to have. There has to be a screen, right? So the VAR will come up, and uh, apparently, it's getting announced what they're checking whether it's a goal check possible foul possible red card or whatever it is but does every Club have screens so. on well how are you meant to get VAR to work if you've not got a screen surely <laughs>
1: like, are you on a bit of a screen for the fans or like a wee TV screen for the ref I'm led to believe for the fans they're needing for the ref mm, obviously nah, that, like I've, because I've been at Scotland games when VAR's been brought in and like obviously, Hamden's got the the things and all. It says on the screen, it's like a VAR check, like potential offside. Well, I think I think that's what I'm, that's
0: what I'm saying. I think that's But again, I think all the clubs might have those LED boards now along one side of the stadium. Oh uh, yeah, okay,
1: okay.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not showing the thing. In the big big clubs with the the billionaire Saudis have all got that, but the. Um, uh, so yeah and there's obviously a check so it's just gonna be it's gonna be a weird one I think for an operation point of view for us because at any game I've been to with VAR there's never been an announcement about it it's just been on a screen but I believe that I've got to announce what the check
1: is but there's only one there's only four things must are be. you telling me uh, well, you, can be, you can give a penalty <laughs> like somebody, somebody's in your ear saying no nah, no penalty, penalty. And you <laughs> no. can say right VAR has decided no no no, no, like no. You, no here you could you could win us the league one
0: <laughs> the you could be man
1: of the match one week <laughs>
0: no I believe I believe that it's just a case of, um, it'll be VAR and it'll be one which might be Possible goal check, possible offside check, possible red card. I think there's only four. And it's just yeah. mentioned that just so people on the ground know without uh-huh. the details. But again, you know, the boy, the top man said it's a disaster. How do you think we feel? Oh,
1: it's I d uh, I don't, I, don't know, I can.
0: But I mean I, mean, I was I mean, interested in mean, that um Callum Beattie come <laughs> out, he's the chief he's the C O O of the SPFL. Forty one out of forty two clubs voted for VAR, right? Yeah. That's which is mental. But all the clubs apparently made it clear they wanted VAR to be introduced as soon as possible. So obviously we were gonna take this sort of implementation, which has been obviously going on in the background. I think it's been well known Mm -hmm. on social media, it's been Mm -hmm. going on. I mean, I've been told there's one game at Tanadice it's been there as a checking the camera stuff like that. Was it Johnston, yeah. So and then we do it after the World Cup lads, and it's like, no, actually, let's bring it in just before the World Cup make a complete null hunt to it, spend five <laughs> weeks fixing it, and then still mark another null hunt to it. So, I know. like I, I like VAR when it works for you. But yeah. I saw the clip, and I think it's the clip for yesterday, when Harry Kane clearly devs for a penalty and gets a penalty.
1: That's mental. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, VAR, it, it, there's still been some incredible decisions reached with the use of art right? and that's maybe because it's the interpretation of the people watching it or, or whatever uh, it, it's going to be it's going to be a big change for Scottish football obviously uh, St Myrna are going to hit and maybe turn that shitey scoreboard of theirs around a the wee bit because that pisses me off that scoreboard they've got an angles so that the three stands that their home fans sit and can see it but the away fans can't see nothing mm. uh, I might just I might take a docky actually and put it through it, so nobody sees it on Saturday it pisses me off that shitey scoreboard but uh, it will be interesting to see what happens. It really will. Uh, and you could only hope that it uh, that makes things better, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, uh, that'll I've be... Seen it in too many big games where it's ruined it. Two weeks timing against Motherwell will be the first time that we use it on the 29th. Yeah. So Yeah. You should you should be in meetings about this, Rondo if You're gonna hear announce stuff. Strap you're gonna to hear you to wired up to the record You can tell him that he's an arsehole during the game. strap in lads
0: and lasses, what a laugh this will be. <laughs> right, let's uh let's move on. Let's go over to you, Paul. Let's hear what's happening uh with the women, the academy lads, and of course everyone's
1: favorite part of the podcast, the loan report. The loan report. Well, we'll start with that. Uh and Logan Chalmers at Air United. Logan started his side's game at Den's on Saturday and according to the team formation on live score, he was playing at centre-half, him. Now, obviously, they got that wrong. The way things panned out, however, he might have been better playing at centre-half as he never really got going in the match. Dundee were two goals up by the time that Logan was subbed off in the 58th minute and his team then managed to claw one back. Not the best Saturday that Logan will ever have and his side were embarrassingly defeated 2-1 by a really wee team. Chris Mockery at Dunfermline. Chris started the match on Saturday as FC Edinburgh came to East End Park. There wasn't much to shout about in the first half other than a mockery effort striking the bar. On to the second half and it looked like being one of the days for the pars. That was until the 89th minute when XD Liam Fontaine put the ball into his own net and ensured the points would remain in Fife. Chris again played the 90 minutes but was sobbed off in the 91st minute as his team tried to see out the game by running down the clock. Adam Hutchison at Montrose. As I mentioned last week, Adam will be out for a period of time, given that he had a recurrence of uh, a hamstring injury. Uh, the game itself yesterday finished one all between Sean Dillons, Montrose and Falkirk. Kai Fotheringham at Stirling Albion. Unsurprisingly, given that he's been excellent in his loan stint, Kai started this one. His team would find themselves level one all at halftime with Stenhouse Muir, but he had also picked up a booking. The game would then look like it was petering out in a score draw until Kai grabbed the match by the scruff of the neck very late on. In the 84th minute, he set up his side's second goal. And in the 87th minute, he set up his side's third to ensure all three points were head back to Sterling, and that his Alliance side would move to the top of the league. Leighton Bisland at Cowdenbeath. Nae game this week for Cowdenbeath. Jacob Commerford at Combanol Colts. It was the second round of the Scottish the South Challenge Cup this past Saturday and Jacob's Colts headed for Perth to take on Genefield Swifts. He'd start the match but got subbed off on 45 minutes due to injury. Hopefully nothing too serious, but his team lost 2-1 on the day. An update on Declan Glass. His team are in the, the FAI Cup semi-final today. Uh, they are playing Treaty United and I don't hear any details about that because I think the game has literally just started. The academy team. The young team travelled to Motherwell on Friday and were soundly beaten 4-1. Motherwell led 2-0 at the break and they were well worthy of that lead. A little bit of magic in the second half from Stuart Heenan would set up Brian Mwangi to claw a goal back, but we'd lose another two goals in the last 11 minutes and it was a comfortable win in the end for the Steel bins The women's team. As we are recording this nonsense today, the ladies are through in Glasgow taking on Brian Graham's Partick Thistle. We'll have a full update on this match next week as well as an update on their upcoming midweek fixture against Celtic. That will be a toughie in Rondo. But I'll take it over to you because you might be able to give me a wee update as to how the women are getting on right now. Partick Thistle nil, Dundee United nil. (sighs) Okay, clean sheet. Well, I'm going to predict that the player of the match will be Fiona McNichol for this one. And that's your lot.
0: Nice one! <laughs> what a shocker! Uh, so um, we got our uh, walking football updates get sent to us for Steve Ross, because he's a very nice guy, and uh, he sent an email this week and he said, "Good news! The walking football team had a successful day out in Glasgow. Due to the success, I've rabbled on a bit. So if you need to edit, feel free. Also, when are you guys coming along for a session? Look, we will. We we absolutely will. Right, but we can't put a date on it because. Paul's got a bad back, a dodgy bum, knee, a bum knee, bum knee, and bum, a bum bum, and a, bum, Faye, bum bum Faye's bum bum. weak in Oban, so there you go, whatever goes on, keep it there. <laughs> uh, so they uh, headed off a full squad of 10, for a Glasgow Cup, and the Challenge Cup with Tory Glenn in Glasgow, it was a change to the format for the tournament, no, you couldn't bring in any younger boys, uh, but they were trialing seven a side, with a bigger pitch, and non-contact, the best part about this, is Steve's added in in brackets, Aye, right So there were four <laughs> leagues of four. First and second place from each league would play a knockout um, So it would be quarter, semi Then you'd go to the final of the Glasgow Cup If you're third and fourth You'd go to a knockout, quarter, semi Then the final of a Challenge Cup Fair enough Everyone's a winner uh, We played Pollock B first We won 3-0 We were then right on to play Air United And it was a win for Air United 2-1 Logan Chalmers might have been playing centre enough, I don't know. Um then St Anthony's uh beat us 3 2. That put us in the playoffs for the Challenge Cup. So you're maybe thinking, we're no more open, lads, we're gonna get on with this. So we're drawn against Stanish, we were in the quarter final, ended two all. Uh the goal uh, and then it, uh, I was trying to work out what happened, right? Because when I went two all, then went to penalties um for this. You hit a walk, the runner. You, so must, no run up. Yeah, you, you must, yeah. You must just must maybe you just stand over it and then to it. We won four, yes. yes. Semi finals, we played Whitlett and we kept ourselves on top. Got a deserved winner. Uh, we got into the final, a one nil win, goal scored by Andy Elwood, whose name seems to come out every week. He must be the main man, he must be the number nine. Then we played Drumchapel. As with the other games, there was very little between the teams, but the Queen Trust took the lead through and the Elwood only be pegged back to one-all. Pressure up front paid off and D-U-C-T got back in front with a great strike Fay Mark. I'm going to say Devereaux, I think. I'm, go- I'm okay. going to go with Devereaux, I think. Yeah. If it's not, please tell us how to actually say a Mark, and I'll, I'll try. Um, this looked like it was all over and D-U-C-T looked like being the winners. <laughs> You'll never believe it, Paul. A dodgy refereeing decision. No way. Was made to award Drumchapel an equalizer, despite the scorer being in the box,
1: which is against the rules. That is against this is disgraceful. <laughs>
0: Final ends up two all. Penalties again. All the penalties were dispatched and it was four four. Then we hit the post. Oh. Drumchapel stepped up it's the score to score the winner. The bastard scored.
1: We're, we're going to need to bring Var into the walking football. And if boys are scoring goals in the box, this is unacceptable.
0: I think we are. It's unbelievable. I feel, I, I
1: feel for the lads and uh, and for Stevie Ross. Uh, I feel for them. They got the, the runners on run a good day. Yes, I imagine so.
0: Probably absolutely pushed on the way of him. Um Guaranteed. got the runner-up medals presented by Gordon Smith. They were disappointed, but it's a massive step forward for DUCT walking football team. The DUCT 60 and overs are off to the world of football in Edinburgh for the latest round of fixtures on the nineteenth of October. So that's this week. Uh they're struggling to roll enough to field a team. So they're basically reaching out for any loan or new players over 60 and still have a pair of boots. They need mm-hmm. about three to four players so if me or you or any legends are free next Wednesday to play then MD would be welcome
1: do you I think mean, we're I, over 60? I mean, I mean we're look the best we're done a look over 60 listen. I'll let it be the old man he's over 60 I'll see if he wants to do it again if the Samba's looked at. I might have a BMI of 60 well that's about it <laughs> that. right, I'm certainly no 60 I've
0: got a waste of 60 but no age But point of note, the competitive games are determined by age over 50, 60 or 70. They've all got separate events. They're all monitored. However, the sessions are Wednesday and Sunday, not so if you're anyone stuck between unable to play five sides, but you're under 50 you would be welcome uh, they do have some uh, attendees that can't play in the competitions and come along for the crack have a bit of fun playing walking football usual sessions Wednesday night 8-9 Minasau Community Hub and a Sunday morning half 9-11 to 11, at the Lockie Harps ground all welcome details on the Dundee United Community Trust website dundeeunitedct.co.uk but we will we said we would get along we will arrange something um We've just been quite busy in the background, possibly trying to arrange something. That's all I'll say on that. Dundee United Supporters Foundation are delighted to announce that United Hall of Famer Andy Rowland will be part of the Gala Evening for Smile 2023 at the Rep on February 22nd. Andy, better known as The Major, don't know why, but we'll be sure to ask, uh, will be there along with Paul Hegarty, John Holt, Hamish McAlpine and Morris Malpass on stage with Ronnie and Paul of the award winning Doad Fox podcast for the performance of Smile that is direct from their update I've no added that in that's what they said so for mm-hmm. us to even be in the same sentence I will enjoy that moment yeah. I will absolutely enjoy that moment if you want to get it's your tickets dusf.scot forward slash shop United right Lottery has no been won again. Still two thousand pounds. If you want to get involved in the lottery it's drawn every Friday at noon, unitedlottery.co.uk, and you can get yourself in there. The fifty fifty, by the way, against Hibs. Three hundred forty quid first prize ticket one eight zero three four zero second three four zero. Second prize one hundred fifteen pound one seven nine eight five five. Again details United Lottery and. I finally got round to uploading the Andy Goldie interview onto our YouTube page. I completely forgot about it again, but it is now on there. Um, I listen back to it this week as well, and it was just really interesting. And, oh, my God. Did I try to sound like I was a professional at some points in that? I sounded like oh, yeah. I was trying to pronounce words correctly, names. Now we're just like, meh. This is us. So, uh, But it's a good chat and obviously since then he's fucked off to Swansea. But anyway, that's fine. That's on there. Off the top of my head, I can't for the life of me remember who's up next but I'll try and get that uploaded by the end of this week. Who am I? current score says 6-4 to me. Paul is asking the question this week. I think. Is that right? Yes. Good, because I didn't have one done. <laughs> As usual, five clues. Uh, they could be born, height, position, manager, appearances, who else you played for, debut, first goal, last goal, appearance, and a clue written by us. You get it right in the first clue, you get five points, second clue, four points, third clue, three points, fourth clue, two points, and if you have to wait to the bitter end, one point.
1: Over to you. you. Good to go? No. You good to go. Ready. Okay. This Perth born player lists a Wraith Rovers as one of his previous clubs. Right, what'll be the rest of the clue? That's your lot. I'll give you the rest of them next. Wafi Perth has played for United Rondo. That's, that's what you need to ask yourself. Then I get caught up in the Wraith Rovers and whatever else. Wafi Perth.
0: I can comfortably say, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, Clue number two. This player's debut for the club was in a pre-season friendly against Raith Rovers. And his last game for the club was against a Celtic side that were winning the league. Give me that again. This player's debut for the club was in a pre-season friendly against Raith Rovers. And his last game for the club was against a Celtic side that were winning the league are we still the clues are still this player I've seen
0: or had a chance to seen this is no like
1: okay correct you've seen him Now, you always look dead happy when we do the podcast, which is a good thing. But there's like a three-minute issue here with your face when when we do this and your guest. You didn't seem to enjoy this, no, this portion I've of the I've podcast. No idea. <laughs> like, well, now that I'm looking at this clue number three, you, you might you might not get it off of this this shy clue either. But here goes clue number three. This player's only goal for the club was against Motherwell. In a one-all draw at Tanadice.
0: Generally, because they're really shitey clues, I've, I've I've generally no got in.
1: <laughs> the next the next clues are good. At.
0: Generally, I've I've generally no idea. Like I've I've got I'm getting nothing for that. So before you give me clue number four, go and give a recap, because this is outrageous today.
1: Okay, so recap of the clues, because Rhonda's not happy here, is this Perth-born player lists Wraith Rovers as one of his previous clubs. This player's debut for United was in a pre-season friendly against Wraith Rovers, and his last game for the club was against a Celtic side that were winning the league. Clue number three was this player's only goal for the club was against Motherwell in a one-all draw at Tanadice. Clue number four, wrong. This player signed for us in 2006 from Dundee. <sighs> this has been half going today like. how many how many boys in 2006 did we sign for a Dundee come on
0: I've <sighs> really done a care i eh? <laughs>
1: Was that final clue again this player signed for us in 2006 from Dundee one goal one goal
0: Craig Brewster would have signed him oh wait a minute come on I'm going to, want to put you on the clock here yeah? signed the same day as two others i eh? have been on I the podcast I'm not sure I did Noel Hunt signed that day. Craig Conway signed that day. Okay. Stephen Robb signed that day. Stephen Robb
1: did sign that day. Oh, That's tough, like. Stephen Robb did sign that day. That's, uh, that's tough. What was the final clue? The final clue. And I think this is generous, this height. This five foot seven inch <laughs> midfielder was signed by Craig Brewster. Yep also played under Craig Levine, mm. and now has his own successful clothing company. <sighs> Stephen Robb. Well, we'll hate to get him on at some point now if, if he signed on the same day as other podcast hosts. Mm. I wasn't aware of that, I hate to be honest. Definitely did. Definitely did. That. Oh, no doubt. I just wasn't aware of it. Um, Stephen Robb. I 7, are you having that? Well, I, I thought he was no na- na- more than 4'11".
0: <laughs> okay, can't that. Um right, okay. That's yeah, that's that's put us back a wee but that was tough. That was tough. Um right, we'll better go on to uh on the stair final bit of business for today. Um if I can just find it. Uh today is one game and two birthdays. Our focus is on the 17th of October to 1999, a Dundee Derby at Dens. The home side had Lee Wilkie and James Grady in the starting eleven, and Tommy Coyne was on the bench.
1: Tommy Coyne? In
0: 1999? Listen, I thought that as well, but that's what the Arab Archive is telling me. Okay. I don't remember. I'm going back there. Listen, you can, I'll, I'll even pull the game up. Cause you've put <laughs> I'm even not mere yet. doubt into my mind, but I'm pretty sure. Nine, that's... Nine, nine,
1: nine. So, would Sturrock the manager for us then? Yeah, you would have been. Uh, I would have been at that game. That, that game would have been on Sky. I'm sure. You you're going to want to tell me that we won that game. Tommy, Tommy
0: Coyne come on for James Greedy that day. We had wow. eleven minutes to go. I do not recall that at all. And he'd he have been, have been a fair
1: age. He'd have been thirty-seven. He must have went back there then I have no memory of that whatsoever But then why would I? Exactly Just a wee team Just a wee team for that streak
0: United were ahead on 30 minutes Billy Dodd scored Stephen Thompson made it 2-0 on the 51st minute And that's how it finished Dundee nil,
1: United 2 Yes Rob Douglas was in the goal that day for Dundee I remember that He was yeah. United's yeah, I remember, team that day I that. Alan Cohn
0: Scott McCulloch David Partridge Bernard Pasquale Jason oh. DeVos, Davy Hanna, Hugh Davidson, Jan Tlaznikov, Craig Easton, Stephen Thompson, Billy Tom, uh, Stephen Thompson, Billy Dodds.
1: Yeah, that, that would have just been uh, a couple of months before we sold Dodds then, or six weeks before we sold them. Probably, and then, And then it <laughs> went to shit. <laughs> Good laugh. Good <laughs> laugh. A great laugh.
0: Our, our first birthday boy was an international. He spent several years playing in his native Canada before he came to the UK, he played with Spurs, Luton Town, and Gillingham. He joined United on a six-month contract, but released just uh, played just three times and was released during the January transfer window. He then joined Leicester City. Who is it? This
1: Hirschfeld. It is Hirschfeld. Forty-four today. He's younger than me. <laughs> yes, he is. Well, happy birthday, Lars.
0: Uh, next up a cult hero signed for United on a free transfer during the 2014-15 pre-season became a regular in the back line quickly became a favourite with the fans he collected a runners-up medal in the League Cup final but having failed to settle in Scotland he left United after one season happy 35th birthday
1: today to Yarick Foyute Jarek Foyute we could have done with him in some, some games over the past few years he was uh, he was decent was the rumour know that he moved to Charleston or something? <laughs> what? That's <laughs> how so he didn't sell. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I did, did not know that. <laughs> yeah. You can't what Dundee is like for rumours. That's what I heard. He moved close to Charleston. Bizarre. Yeah. Uh, the rumour, the rumor, mind it, the rumour the other, other week, Berghetti's would have been released. <laughs> What well, about Australia? That's, uh, he was a well, about Australia. I'm pretty sure I've seen him sitting on the bench yesterday be up in Benwell. Quite far from Australia. Yeah, but just a little bit. Uh, right, that
0: is it. We are under the lights at Rugby Park on Tuesday night, and then we're off to face it on Saturday. How do you think we'll get on? We are at DodeFox Podcast on social media. You can grab some merch at DodeFoxPodcast.com. Have a great week, stay safe, and don't forget to wash your hands and your arsehole. <laughs>